All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful things. Laugh a little more things. Tight, tighten up your core things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things. Amy here. And if you're someone that enjoys community connection, like your people, maybe you've found your people. Maybe you're looking for your people. But you know, the kind of people where you can share the good and the messy and it's all still the same. There's no judgment at all. If you like stories of perseverance and you like resilience, if you like Tim Tebow, if you like looking for different ways to help others, well, my friend Mike Wilson is sitting here with me now and his wife Missy's over here on the couch. And we've actually been hanging out for the last hour just talking in my living room. And we're going to talk about some of that stuff today. Mike actually just read Jenny Allen's book, Find Your People, which she's been on the podcast talking about that book as well. And Mike, I want you to start with that and what resonated with you after you read it. She put into words what we've been trying to tell people here in the United States. We've been feeling for so long. And that's the thing that Haiti brought us was community. In community, you have people that you can look at and say, today is a rough day, especially in the book that she wrote that I just, I I fell in love with. There are people in your life that know you're having a bad day and they walk in your front door unannounced and they sit down and they look at you and they go, how are you doing? And so where we had talked after spending almost 20 years on church staff of learning to hide all of that, to not give the real answer of today's been a rough day. Today's hard. We're having a problem with a child where we've got this going on. Missy and I argued on the way to, to wherever we were going Well, the example that came up when we were talking about it was fighting on the way to church and then, you know, walking in all prim and proper, like everything is fine and you're this perfect family. 
what I actually said was, you know, you, you get in the car, you, you, you're arguing the whole way. Kids are, kids didn't eat breakfast. Kids are late. Things are happening. You're trying to figure all this stuff out. And the moment those doors, and, and when you're like us, the moment that sliding door on that minivan shuts and you walk toward church, everybody, you put on this fake happy face. And we taught our kids how to do that without sitting them down and doing that. And that's the thing that we regret the most is we want it, We want our kids to be authentic people. We want them to be real. I want them to be filled with a joy that's deeper than them. The, the way we, we say it is we want them to be about something that's bigger than them. For us, it's our relationship with Christ. That's, that's who we are. I want my kids to be so filled with that, that when they have that moment, when they have that fight, when they have that, that they can look at someone, not mom, dad, not anybody that they would turn inward to, but they've got somebody that they can look at and go, today was hard, man. And for me, I've got two guys that are on a text thread. And I tell you, Amy, if, if people read that text thread, they would think one of two things. These are the most spiritual, holy guys that you'll ever meet. Or these guys are the worst because they are joking about things they should never. But you got to have people in your life that you can look at and say, man, my kids are so messed up because of me. And how do I fix this? And they'll look at you and say, dude, you are a jack. Beep. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, well, yeah, just your uh, thing we were talking about. And it's like people you feel safe with. Yes. But when you or we like I've, I've done it, too. When you walk around with a mask on of sorts yeah. and a smiley face and try to pretend everything is OK, you don't open yourself up to finding those people. Yeah. And it ends up a guarded situation yes. and a yes. very lonely situation, because if you're not opening up to some people about your hard day and what's going on, then they may not know they can come and open up to you yes. either. And then you sort of isolated yourself and put yourself in this box where people assume, oh, I can't relate to them because they don't have anything going on or well, whatever. It creates this, I'm the only person going through that. And I'm a, a weirdo by nature. And, and we're all going through things. And the thing that you and I talked about downstairs was, look, if if you can't handle the truth with me, if you can't handle the real, you're not my people. And that's kind of where we brought that book up. But if I can be me and I can be real and I can say today has been tough, today has been great, but they can do the same thing with me. Like they, they can reach out and say, hey, you know, we just found this out. My daughter got this award. I don't want to brag about this, but I can tell you guys and we can we can high five via the, the, the WhatsApp chat. That's awesome. But at the same point, they may turn around and say, yeah, but I got this going on at work or I, I, I'm trying to figure out how do I how do I do this? How do I do that? It's, it's life. And life is ugly and messy. It's not brand new and pristine every day of the week. You know, you wash your car because you want it to look good, but you usually wash it when it looks bad. And we try to cover our lives up that way too. And it's just, it's not real. Well, and so you mentioned, you know, working on church staff for 20 years, and that was sort of how you presented yeah. at church because you needed to be, you were on yeah. church staff. Yeah. You were great. <laughs> and then you moved to Haiti. Yeah. For what, a decade? So our ministry has been going on for over 11 years. We lived there on the ground for about eight and a half years. Right. So Nepali Haiti, My Life yeah. Speaks is the organization. Again, MyLifeSpeaks.com. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> uh, Mike's been on the podcast before. I've yeah. been to Nepali. You have. What y'all are doing there is such an amazing thing for community and yes. the village and what y'all have created. Share with people a little bit of kind of that honest truth of, of sometimes uh, why it's hard is because literally that is y'all's home yeah. and has been for that long and you were kicked out yeah. and you have not been able to yeah. go back yet your heart and soul is still there you're still doing all kinds of things to support 
Nepley and My Life Speaks yeah. and the people. I mean, I've talked on the podcast before of Haiti's yeah. a mess right yes. now, but a lot, it's not in the news. No, it's not. And so share with people kind of why it's hard. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And again, that goes back to your reel and we, we've had those conversations and you genuinely care about this. The thing that I would say, Google Haiti right now. And if you Google Haiti, you're going to get something that's going to probably probably blow your mind. At one point, Haiti's been leading the the world in kidnapping cases. And then what's happened recently is people in the community have started fighting back against the gangs. And so they've gone on this thing called Bois-Calais, which is, which is really a, a way to say they're hunting gang members. They're killing them. And then now where gang members used to post horrific social media posts or kind of the the dark web of not like the telegrams, the, the WhatsApp messages, these things where they're posting the, how they're abusing people and the things that they're doing that are catastrophic. Now what's happening is the community's posting images and videos of gang members being tortured. Gosh, the pendulum has swung. And I know it's so heartbreaking for you. You know, even to think that your mere presence there puts people in danger now when that was your literal home for so long. I mean, I know that Haiti is where you first experienced true community and it's where you you learn to be more vulnerable and open up like you were talking about with Find Your People. You know, I tell people all the time, in America, we stay in our house, like we're, we're in summer right now. We stay in our house until we absolutely have to go outside because we complain about being hot from the walk from the front door to the car. We get to the grocery store. We have to leave the, the comfort of the car to go to the to the store and we have to be outside and we complain about the heat. In Haiti, you are outside until you absolutely have to go inside because the house is so hot and miserable. I mean, it's a concrete box. It's a pizza oven. And so you're forced to get to know people. You're, you're forced to talk to people. And where I failed the most early on in this, and I don't know that I've ever expressed this out loud other than to Missy, where I failed the most was I was drawn to people who looked like me in the community so the other Americans that were there, other Americans that lived in Haiti, they knew me, they got me. And looking around at my community, they genuinely cared. They genuinely wanted a relationship with me. And so I had a, had a portion of that, that that I would not trade for anything. And I think now what I've seen is I miss that so much. That's why my heart is still in Haiti. I mean, when we left, we left kind of under duress. We had to get get families out. We had to get people out. We had to ask our American staff that was on the ground to leave for the purpose of not bringing attention to our community to put people in danger, but also to protect our staff. And so now here we are almost two years removed from that. We've not gone back uh, at the request of our board of directors, at just the request of some of our Haitian staff. And I mean, let's just look at me. I am a 6'2", 200 plus pound gigantic white guy. I stick out in Haiti. That's that's the reality of it. And so while somebody may not come and get me, all it takes is one person to see me in a car, see me in something or in a village to remember the people that I was with and to go, okay, once he leaves, we're going to take that person because now that person's connected to an American. And whether we like it or not, if you've never left America, you need to be aware of this. Outside of America, people see Americans as money. And and we think, oh, no, we don't have this standard of living. We don't have this. I don't drive this. The reality is we are more wealthy than so many people around the globe that don't have running water, that don't have sanitation, that don't have healthy food to eat. We go to a grocery store. I mean, that that you know, alone in itself is a big thing. So 
that tie from an American to a Haitian is if I capture this Haitian, if I take them, it's money for me. And again, gangs now control, according to estimates, about 80% of the, the capital of Port-au-Prince. And it continues to grow. And now that it's kind of picked up again and, and gangs are more violent, more involved in kidnapping, what's happening is it's all for fear and all for power. And if I can create fear in you, then I can I can have power over you. And I know that sounds very simple and dumbed down, but it's so real of if I show a video of me doing atrocious, horrific things to someone else, and then you see me on the street, you're going to avoid me. And I've got that power over you. If I then want to intimidate you, I come to you and I, I remind you of those things. So you're more apt to give me your money, your food, whatever it is. And that's what's happening in Haiti. These gangs are growing now you have teenagers that are on a waiting list to join certain gangs because they're seeing these I'm things. I'm sorry, there's a waiting <laughs> list to join a gang? Yeah, yeah. And so... But why? Because they're promoting all of this on some of these social media platforms. I mean, TikTok will have a gang leader that's an aspiring rapper or something like that. And he's he's showing all of his wares. He's got he's got the money. He's got the cash. He's got the the girls. He's got the, the ATVs. And, and again, TikTok's taking that stuff down almost as quick as it comes up, but, but it's being seen and people are capturing that and it spreads and one person shows it to another. And can you imagine being a 14, 13, 14 year old boy living in Port-au-Prince or just on the outskirts and you're seeing this, these kids, they're having an opportunity to get fed. They're having an opportunity to have community. So if they join the gang, if right. they join the I gang, now. so that, now mm-hmm. they're going to yeah. this and they're and saying their lifestyle is, a, I'm thinking of a Cité Soleil or something yeah, like one exactly. of the poorest areas, like, and the gangs are there and like, what are your other options? That looks way more yes. inviting or community or yes. providing than what you currently have. So yeah, sure. Okay. I get it now. And I desperately want to take my kids, but knowing that, we would be putting people in danger. It's yeah. just not worth it. And I know Stashira wants to go back and yeah. try to see her birth mom. Yeah. And I pray and hope that that day comes. But it is interesting that all of this is going on there. And you and I know about it just because of our relationships and whatnot. And a lot of it I learned from you, quite honestly, because of the connections you have to find things out. And it's just sad that it's not more of a, a known story. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we hear more about some of the dumbest stuff yeah. that's going on that makes bigger headlines. And not that, I don't know what would really make a difference, but people knowing, but maybe just more people being aware and that can, you know, pray or find organizations that they can come alongside and support that are yeah. making a difference. Like My Life Speaks, because while y'all have left, it was still a Haitian run village while you were there. And y'all were very intentional about that. But now that y'all have left, what's been made possible by that is you've seen your Haitian family rise up and really take control. And there has been so much growth and more people that y'all are able to serve in the community. And you told me that y'all had a sixth grade graduation, (laughs) which explain why that's a big deal. Yeah. So the biggest party in Haiti is kindergarten graduation. As weird as that is, especially in the rural areas where we are, like we're in a sugarcane farming village. I mean, it's... We're two and a half miles off a paved road, but kindergarten graduation is huge because for most kids, they won't go through another graduation in their life. There's no public school system that says we're going to do everything to bend over backwards to make these kids successful in life. The majority of schools in Haiti, even if they are quote unquote public education, national schools, 
it costs a lot of money to go to those. It costs a lot of money to get the books, get your uniforms made, get all the little things that you need. I mean, we know that here in America that if our kids go to public school, we still got to get their backpacks ready. We got to do all that. Well, Haiti's such a poor place. A lot of parents make a decision of, I'm going to send a child to school and it, I'm going to send you know, this one and and maybe they'll do good. And if they don't do good, then maybe later I'll start another one. And And so it's not an opportunity for everyone. So we started a school called Life Academy and Life Academy started with, we're going to give the absolute best academics possible, but we're also going to have an integrated model with special education and general education. And so we had our first... Explain that to people. Yeah. So so for us, special education, special needs is mm-hmm. a, a huge part of our world. We have a we have a 25-year-old son with severe disabilities and uh, rides in a wheelchair, doesn't walk, doesn't talk, is blind. And so, you know, if you meet us on the street, you'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry for you. And we're like, oh, absolutely not. We are blessed beyond measure. Our son shows us joy every single day. I mean, when I walk I just in, got goosebumps I did, because I did too. do you see mine? Because I know his smile <laughs> yes. and it is so big. Well, so I walked into his room this morning and I, I told him, I'm like, hey, his name's Lane. I'm like, hey, Lane, we're leaving. He just had this big old cackle. I mean, he's sitting in, in, in his room. Again, he's blind, but he listens to, like today he's on a Tom and Jerry kick. Loves Tom and Jerry today. Last week it was a Beverly Hillbillies. I don't know why, but that's that's what he's doing. And he's just got the embodiment of joy. And I think we we attribute joy to you know a situation or something like that. This dude's got joy every day. So when we went to Haiti and we didn't see people that looked like our son Lane, we started asking questions. And then after you build some relationships, you begin to realize these kids, as, and I put that in quotes, that these children who are different or disabled, who are deformed, they are seen as cursed by the voodoo culture. And the voodoo culture says that they are therefore disposable. So it's not uncommon for a voodoo ceremony to sacrifice a child to let that evil spirit that they believe is controlling them to let that evil spirit be released. And then the voodoo community will take that spirit and control it or they will use it for their work. Really messed up view of of things like that. So that's really a cornerstone for what we do. So when we started Life Academy, an educational initiative, we started providing education for kids with special needs. And it was so cool. There's a young lady in our community. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. She has Down syndrome. Her name is Dudun. And Dudun was a fixture in our, our community. And she came, she was one of the first four children to come to our special education program. She was 18 or almost almost 18 years old when she started. And they're meeting in this little room. And I'm talking, it's like a broom closet. And the, the young lady that started the program had postponed her wedding for six months, moved from Nashville came to live with us in Haiti and she started this program with absolutely nothing. And she would take the the kids on a walk through the village every day. And so you've got, you know, the Island of misfit toys out every day, just, and people are, they're laughing at them and they're making fun. And one day this young lady stops by this time we have a young lady in a wheelchair. Her name's Cammie. And Izzy was the young lady that started the program and and Izzy's pushing Cammie through the village and this, this older boy, older teenage boy is kind of making fun of Cammy, and Izzy stops and she's like, come here for a second. And she asked Cammy, you know, Cammy's severely affected with cerebral palsy. She can't talk. Hands are, are greatly affected. And she's like, Cammy, can you show me your, your eyes? And Cammy would take her hand and she'd point at her eyes. And then she would ask her in French to show her her eyes. And she would do the same thing. And then she would ask her in Haitian Creole, show me your mouth. And she looked at that boy and she asked him, she's like, can you speak English, French, and Creole? And he just kind of stared at her and she's like, this young girl's brilliant. She's, her body's just trapped her in this. 
And so that moment led to things happening. So back to Dudun. Dudun came to, to our classroom and we did our first ever parent night where we invited parents to come and see their kids in action at school in their classroom. And there were 10 little rubber ducks floating in the water in, in the little station that Dudun was at. And her mom's looking at her, and and so they asked Dudun to pick the ducks up, and she would look at the number on the bottom of the duck, and she would put it on the, the little spot that was reserved for that. So, like, if she picked up number five, she would put it on the number five. She picked up a number two, she would put it on number two, until she got all ten ducks there and all ten ducks in the right spot. And Dudun's mom looked at her and looked at the teacher, and she said, I thought she was worthless, but you showed me she's got something. And so Dudun went all the way through school. She started working in our kitchen as a dishwasher. Now she helps at home with mom and, and doing things. So that's why we're doing what we do. All right. So you have the general program, which is for typically developing kids. And then the special program, which is literally changing the landscape for certain kids and families. And I, I don't want to forget to touch on why sixth grade graduation is a big deal. We had a sixth grade graduation on the same day on the same stage with our preschool or kindergarten graduation because we want kids to know you've achieved a milestone. We want to celebrate you. We want everybody in this community to know that you now have graduated sixth grade. You can pass a national exam. You are just studs in your community. You are going to change the future. You are critical thinkers. You are problem solvers. And this group of children that are now becoming young teens that are starting to see the ways of the world come in. And you know, these are the kids that early on, when somebody made fun of a special needs child, they were kindergarten students going and saying, oh, no, no, you're not making fun of so-and-so. He's my friend. So they are changing the community from the inside out. So sixth grade graduation for us was such a huge deal. Now we got two big parties and we want to show kids, hey, you graduated kindergarten. Now you graduated sixth grade. We're going to ride with you all the way in Haiti through 13th grade. I mean, you just think like not having an opportunity for education past sixth grade yeah. on an island that is super close to America. 700 miles from Miami. <laughs> Wild. Yes. And so y'all are still heavily involved. Obviously, My Life Speaks is your baby. Yeah. One of you, you have your own children and then you have My Life Speaks. Yeah. And there's a very special night coming up that I want my listeners to know about in case some of them can get involved. And it's a night that is all about supporting the work that y'all are doing in Haiti through My Life Speaks. And that's where Tim Tebow comes into the mix. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? 
That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories, and they cut out the cost of the middleman, and they pass the savings on to us so we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. There's a very special night coming up that I want my listeners to know about in case some of them can get involved. And it's a night that is all about supporting the work that y'all are doing in Haiti through My Life Speaks. And that's where Tim Tebow comes into the mix because he's the keynote speaker. I can't tell you how much it means that you would share this platform with that. But in October, we are having an event in Houston with Tim Tebow. It's October the 17th. And the thing I want to tell you is Tim Tebow uh, has become a friend of ours. We partnered with the Tim Tebow Foundation to host something called Night to Shine, which is a prom for children with special needs. And so we hosted it. This year was our fifth year hosting it. This year we had two others in the country of Haiti because people couldn't get to our community. So it's, it's happening all over. But Tim's been there a couple of times for that event. And I love it because no one in Haiti really knows who Tim Tebow, the football player, is. I mean, he sticks out because he's a massive dude. But the first time he ever came on our campus, I love to tell the story because our security guard working was a guy named Jesus. And so he and his team were walking in our campus and our security guard stopped him. And they're like, whoa, 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 we don't know you. you. You can't come in. And a guy with him said, man, this is Tim Tebow. And he's like, our security guard said, I don't know who Tim Tebow is. Hold on. 
So he shuts the door in his face and comes up. And so I tell people Jesus kept Tim Tebow out of, out of our campus for a couple of minutes. But yeah, um, true, that's an interesting <laughs> thing for Tim to be like, well, what? not that he has, because he's also just a super humble oh, yeah. guy. Well, so that's. And also he was there. This is obviously you're telling stories from before. Yes. Got yes. Yeah. This was 2015. The way that it is. But, mm -hmm. but the reason I tell that story is because when he came for Night to Shine, he didn't have cameras on him. He didn't have, there was no social media. I mean, yes, we posted things on social media, but there was this no, no, you know, Tim Tebow is here. He was just this big old guy who picked kids up, swung them around, danced with children, pulled kids out of wheelchairs and, and held them. And at one point I look over and he's sitting on a bench by himself and he's got tears just rolling down his side of his cheeks. And he's just so overwhelmed. He's so excited. That's the Tim that we know. That's the real deal guy. He is the most genuine, humble. I mean, I'm the, I'm the farthest from a Florida Gator fan. That needs to go on record. Roll Tide. So that is now officially out there, but he's one of my favorite humans on the planet. And it just goes to show this guy is for all the things that he's doing, whether you've seen him on a commercial, you've seen him on social media, you've seen him on ESPN, SEC, whatever. He's the real deal. And he doesn't just talk it, he walks it. So he and his foundation have been so huge to us. They've helped us provide homes for families in our community that need homes. They've come alongside us. They've helped us create a therapy center, physical and occupational therapy center that we've never turned anybody away from. And I can say this because I know the numbers. Last month, we had over 400 patient visits coming to that therapy center. And these are not people just from our community. These are people who are saying, hey, I heard you can fix my grandma who had a stroke. And grandma walks in and, and she gets evaluated and they start working with her. So Tim's been a part of that for us. So he's joining with us in Houston. And uh, the night's going to be, it's called an evening to empower. And we want to just share. Of, obviously, we want to share about Haiti, but we think Tim's message that night is bigger. We want people to know. They don't have to, exactly what you said. You don't have to go to Haiti. Sometimes you got to go across the street. Sometimes you need to go work the concession stand at the kids' ball game. Sometimes you need to go and just say hello to somebody at a coffee shop and just be genuine, and you are empowered to really change people's lives. And so we had the opportunity to do that. We get to be a part of that in Haiti on a daily basis. Even though we're not living there, we're still involved on a daily basis. Tim's going to come alongside us and just really help uh, talk about some of the things that that he's seen and been a part of, but also he's got – just an incredible message. If you've never heard him speak, it's it's a it's a one in a million. And so you don't have to live in Houston to do that. You can be anywhere. If you need a hotel, reach out to us. Well, we'll we'll try to find you a discount hotel rate somewhere. We'd love for people to be a part of that event. So thank you for And sharing. so what are the ticket options for people? We have a couple of underwriter packages where that that actually includes like some VIP tickets to go and meet and greet Tim, get a picture with him, all that fun stuff. We also got some tickets, that, a few tickets left for a breakfast the next morning. Tim's going to actually stay overnight and we're going to do a breakfast. Uh, it, we're, we're calling it an intimate breakfast because let's be honest, where else can you and 49 other people just sit and, and have breakfast with Tim Tebow? It's just, it's, it's a cool thing. And so then our, our general, or excuse me, our individual tickets that go on sale, they're going to be 50, 75 and a hundred dollars. And I know there's somebody listening going $50 to come hear somebody talk. Look, this is a fundraiser. It's a way to give. And, and it, a hundred percent of the money is going to, to continue what we do in Haiti. Which I mean, you've only just touched on a yeah. little bit of what y'all do between the school and the therapy. There's families, education, public health. Yes. That's our things. And there's 
so many people, again, not only just in the village, but that are hearing of y'all's work from afar and coming to say, hey, can you help me? You're providing food for so many people that otherwise would not have access. I mean, we'd probably be here for hours if we were listing out all the ways in which My Life Speaks and the people working there, the Haitians working there, serve so many children. We have over 150 Haitian employees. So so our big thing is we don't give things away, but we'll give you a job. If you're willing to work, we'll do everything we can to give you a job. So we, we have 150 Haitian employees. We have a, a, about 165 children that eat five days, or actually they eat for an entire month uh, because we have people that, that donate to, to give food and we take them food to their homes. And the beautiful thing about that is the Americans are not the hero in the story. Mom or dad or grandma is the hero of the story. They're cooking the food. They're sitting down to eat together. We feed about 60 of our elderly in our community who at one point were kind of ostracized because, hey, you can't go out and work. You're not really worth anything. And now we've got a, a group of elderly that meet every week. Some of them are learning how learning their alphabet in their 70s. Some of them are, are learning some physical therapy, some stretching, things like that. This is a group of elderly people that got together and one of our guys couldn't get there because he's, he's had both his legs amputated from, due to diabetes. It's just a rough situation. His name's Joel. And Joel couldn't get there because it had been raining that day. So the entire group, like 50 people, show up at Joel's house. They pull things out. They start doing laundry for him. They start cooking food for him. And it just becomes a big party because there's worth in all that. And that's the big thing. You got worth. I've got worth. People have worth. And my kids, again, from Haiti, when Ben and I brought them to America or they came to live here, I think they saw that it was very drastically different in that moment. Yes. But it's been five and a half years, and I think some of that has been forgotten. <laughs> so I want them to go back. We, I don't have a washer and dryer right now. I'm waiting. It's getting delivered next week, but it's been several weeks without one because Ben talked about it here before, but Ben has the washer and dryer that was here. It's at his house. So I've been going over there to do it and the kids are doing it there. But then when they're here, they haven't had it. And Stevenson really wanted some shorts clean. And I said, well, give them to me. I'll hand wash them in my sink. And then he looked at me like, what? (laughs) And I said, and then we'll hang them out to dry. And he, he was so perplexed. He thought the only way you clean things is in a washing machine and a dryer. And I said, bud, before you came here, this is literally how all of your clothes were washed. They were in a bucket. You know, one of your amazing nannies at the orphanage rubbed them together with soap, wrung them out, and hung them on the line. And that is literally how laundry is done in Haiti. Yeah. So Missy, this is another part of our story that that I won't go into way too much, but you know, we were trying to get our son from Haiti. We were trying to get him out of the country and it was too dangerous. We felt for him to be in the village. And so Missy, this was right after our friend had been kidnapped, held for ransom. So he and Missy lived in a hotel room in Port-au-Prince and they did laundry in the sink in the hotel. And it's so funny because my son Nash, he'll look at me some days and he's like, dad, you remember when we did laundry in the sink? I'm like, yeah, buddy, I, I do. I'm really glad we got a washing machine now. And I'm like, yeah, I, I am too. He said, but I remember that. And so it's it's little things like that, that that we don't really have a connection point with. I'm sure Stevenson, you know. He, he does not remember that. <laughs> I can tell you right now. He doesn't, but I don't expect him to. Honestly, he, when he came here was seven. And so yeah. also there's trauma brain. 
So there's a lot that has been, I think, a little romanticized in his brain about what his experience was like. And that's what he misses and wants to go back to. But it is not an accurate version. I understand that. That's why, one, I would love for them to just be able to go back and see their friends and see their people, their culture, their everything, get their food. Oh, they miss the food. Yes. I mean, that's all. Stashira talks about we try to make some Haitian recipes here. And she's just like, you know... Y'all tried, but it is not the same. And it's a bummer because we used to be able to go to Haiti all of the time. And I for sure would have already taken her back by now. I mean, she really wants to see her mom. And I just have to trust and know that it'll happen at the right time when it is supposed to. And gosh, I know y'all are definitely ready to go back too. And in the meantime, you'll just continue supporting Haiti and My Life Speaks from America in all the ways that you do. I know you'll stay very busy, including the event in October. So what's the best way for people to get all of the info for that night? So mylifespeaks.com slash events. There's an events tab at the top that they can go to and it'll get them all the information they want. Again, mylifespeaks.com. .org will get people there too? .org will get us there. Because y'all are a 501c3. We are a 501c3, but... When we bought it, so this goes to, to show just the small operation we have. We bought the name mylifespeaks.org and .com at the same time. And the person who built the website, which was me, didn't realize he was building it on .com. And so that's that's how we got .com. So um, we've just run with it. So they can go there. The event is October the 17th. It is at the Wortham Theater Center, the Cullen Theater there in downtown Houston, Beautiful facility, about 1,100 seats in the theater. So we've got plenty of room for people. If they want to do individual tickets, if they want to come as a group, we do have group discounts uh, for 10 or more. We would love to see people come and and just be a part of that. And I just on my phone went to mylifespeaks.com, clicked on events. Yes. And voila, there's Tim Tebow's face. Don't confuse him for me. I know you thought, (laughs) is Mike on here? An evening to empower featuring guest speaker Tim Tebow, be inspired by stories of resilience and overcoming adversity. And so, yeah, Houston, Tuesday, October 17th, 7 to 9 p.m., but really get all the information online. And there's there's several options. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh, I definitely can't go to that, but I would love to find a way to support. There's also a give button and you can click on that. And right when you go there, it says you can make a difference. And that makes me think of the starfish story of yes. people, you know, may not think that well, would my $10 donation a month really make a difference or $5 or whatever? But I know your heart and I know you would rather gather way more people that can do $1 and bring them all together for impact than bring in three people that can do hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we would like those people. I know, but but, I know how you want to bring everybody There's a young lady named Danielle who just gave her 50th $5 a month donation. And I just sent her an email and I'm like, you are such a stud because you have been helping us do everything. And she's been with us for over five years. Um, yeah, five years. I mean, that's a big, or four years. That's a big deal. And so she's trusted us. You know, she's she's still young and it's just so humbling. I mean, I got friends of my kids that have graduated high school and they've donated. And I'm like, this is so amazing. That's what we're built on. We, it is It is the community coming together. We call it the My Life Speaks family. And once you become a part of this family, you know, we got some cousin Eddie's that are out there, you know, living in in their world. But we also got everybody else and we bring them all together at the table. And that's such a big deal. So thank well, you for that. I'm very grateful for 
you and Missy and the work that y'all do and your whole community in Nepali, My Life Speaks, all of those that are involved, you have I mean, even multiple people here that I've gotten to meet and, yeah. and yeah. work with your, your family. Like y'all are just, yeah, y'all are, y'all are family. Yeah. I wish I saw y'all more, but it is nice to have you Thank back you. in America, but I know your hearts are, are in Haiti and that's been very hard, but thank you for feeling safe in my home and coming in and letting me Honored. be real with y'all and y'all be real <laughs> <laughs> with me because I would much rather have it that way. And that's what Missy and I were talking about on our walk not too long ago. It was kind of like, Hey, I'm about to lay some stuff out and this just is how it is. If you can't handle the truth, you're not part of my people. Exactly. So some takeaways from this chat that I'm walking away with after visiting with y'all even before we decided to record something is that, okay, yeah, we need to remember to check on our people. Yeah. Also be real with our people. Uh, And this doesn't mean walk around being real with every single person that you come in contact with. It's like making sure you have your community, your people, and then ways to find that right in your neighborhood, possibly that you don't have to go to another country, but also that you, you can make a difference and you do have an opportunity to, to do that with organizations like my life speaks, even if you can't go to some big fun event with, Tim Tebow, maybe what can you do to maybe monthly get involved or even just spread yeah. the word about it? That's And that's that's so huge because for some people, they're going to hear this. And they're going to be like, Haiti, that's not my jam. I'm, you know, There's something out there. Don't stop just because you heard one thing and that didn't fit. Go find it. You know, does that make sense? I, I think there are so many great people out there trying to do great things that if this, these people who listen to this, if they just get involved and say, I refuse to give up, it's going to change. I I, again, I can get on a soapbox because, but well, that's that how the your heart too, but that's how the you, needle moves. You have you have an organization where you would love all of the support, but you're like, hey, yeah. I get it. This might not be yeah. something that you're passionate about, but go find what is. Yeah, I have a friend who used to say, "Go park your heart somewhere," and that has never left me. Park your heart somewhere. I mean, for me, it was Haiti, but for other people, it may not be. There's somebody out there who's like. Man, I'm I'm jamming with this dude. I get it. I, I want to be a part of that. And then there's others that are like not jamming with this no, dude. No, they're like, please get him <laughs> off there. Give me somebody cool. Never. No, That's you're cool. awesome. But yeah, find find your jam. I love that. Park thank your you. heart somewhere. So thank you, Mike. Thank you, Missy. Missy, say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> She's been over there giving me the stink eye. Like, shut up. And on Instagram, the handle is at my life speaks. Yes. So y'all can find them there. Anywhere. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know if we're on threads yet. Oh, yeah, you got to <laughs> sign up over there. All right, well, love y'all. Thank you. And Thank you. Um, thanks for listening. And get involved. Park your heart somewhere. <laughs> Bye. Deuces. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. 
and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 